The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Thank you, everyone. Um, for this next part of the Dharmaet, if uh, you wish to continue to be kind of in the meditative mode, um, please continue to sit in your meditative posture. Sometimes I feel that um, the Dharma talks, when being received in a meditative way, it has a different effect um, on me. And so I offer that uh, as a possibility. So this week's um, Dharmeds, I'd like to channel uh, Gil's wisdom by reading a set of uh, stories, uh, tales uh, from Gil Fransto's book uh, called A Monastery Within. And the um, stories that I selected from uh, this book form um, a theme which has to do with um, the Dharma practice or the Dharma path. In particular, uh, this stories hopefully will offer some um, aspect of um, the sense of a multifaceted or multidimensional nature of uh, the Dharma practice. I think for most of us, um, if not all of us, sooner or later, as our practice unfolds, we'll come to realize that the practice or the path, that uh, Dharma path we walk, is not what we think it may be like. (laughs) Certainly, this is the case for me. When I first started the practice, I thought if I just read and understood, studied enough um, in my head, then that'll do it. And so, you know, I did a ton of readings and studies and suttas, the books, and and discussed them with uh, groups, in groups, until... Uh, when I feel like my head was about to explode, <laughs> if there's more information to be stuffed in my head. And so I realized uh, that and the Dharma path is more than sort of this information accumulation in my head. And so that opened me to extend or expand uh, my practice a field uh, with meditative practice. And the books also said it's important, right? So, so I sat and meditated uh, at home on retreats until at some point I realized, well, there is a more to the practice than this form also. And so the practice began to expand even further, uh, included my family life, and particularly after my son was born. Uh, maybe that whole journey um, 
included my family, um, caring for my family, relationships, relationships with uh, close circles, and then expanded it to relationship with other people I don't know well or I don't know at all. And so this practice uh, began to expand in many different dimensions. I realized at some point, I began to reflect on how I choose to live my life, how I behave or speak, and the attitudes I hold uh, living this life. And at some point, I began to ask myself, what do I exclude? So this is a, a long way to say that the practice is multidimensional or multifaceted. And so the art of our practice is to begin to open ourselves to this multidimensional nature of our practice, our path. Because all of these different dimensions support each other and inform each other. And so each of the stories that I'll be reading this week points to some dimensions of the practice that one may or may not have considered. And they're not exactly what you must do or have to do like what the the stories are pointing to, but rather they serve as metaphors uh, to point to how one might open oneself up to the multitudes of the practice. And so as I read the stories, sometimes I'll be offering some reflections and commentaries. And um, you might, this might be an invitation for you as well and to incorporate some of your own reflections. So that's enough said. I'm going to read the first story of this week. Um, So, this is called Insight Out. An engineer had been a regular and devoted visitor to the monastery for many years. The meditation practice taught at the monastery was the only thing that made sense to him. In fact, the pragmatic logic of the meditation teachings give him hope that he would overcome his chronic unhappiness and deeply felt pain. He tried all the meditation practices that the abbess taught him. He began each practice technique with enthusiasm, only to have each end with the same frustration. He would encounter a wall he could not pass. The closer he came to the wall, the more he would recoil back into trying to think his way out of his pain. Offering him much support, the abbess encouraged him to relax, trust the practice, and simply feel his inner pain without reacting to it. After many years, the abbess decided a different approach was needed. 
during his next visit to the monastery. The abbess told him that if he wanted to continue being her student, and to be able to return to the monastery, he would have to take on a special practice. Once he had completed the assignment, he could then return for deeper teachings. Once more feeling hope, the engineer quickly agreed. The abbess said. For two years, I want you to volunteer ten hours a week at the maternity ward at the local hospital. The hospital needs people to hold babies who are born prematurely. If they don't receive enough physical contact, the babies will not grow healthily. When you have finished this two years, please come back to see me. The man was quite perplexed by this instruction, but because of his trust in the abbess and his failure to find any relief elsewhere, he plunged into volunteering in the maternity ward. He was surprised at how small and fragile the babies were that he held. He would hold them ever so carefully. He would watch their every breath, because they all seemed in danger of stopping breathing. He spent a lot of time thinking about how he would, how he could more effectively care for the babies he held. But there was nothing more effective than simply holding them against his chest. After about six months. He started feeling something quite new. He started to feel a little spot of warmth and a softness in the very center of his being. Since this was a foreign experience that didn't fit any of the ways he thought about himself, he ignored it, ignoring it. Was the best thing he could have done, because it prevented him from interfering with the warmth by thinking about it too much. Over the following months, the tender spot grew until it pervaded his body. As it did, the cold, dark wall around his heart. Slowly relaxed, thawed, and dissolved. When he had completed his two years of volunteering in the maternity ward, the engineer returned to the monastery. The abbess saw immediately he was a changed man. He was no longer desperate. And he was no longer trying to fit everything he experienced into a conceptual framework. Now he wanted to learn what else the abbess had to teach. Giving him a new instruction, the abbess said to him, "When you meditate, don't think about what is happening." 
father, let your awareness be seated in the tender warmth you feel in your body. If you do this, any meditation practice you do will be fruitful. The man found this to be true. So, what might be the walls that blocks the deepening and the richness of your Dharma path? In this story, the abbess is the one who offered the new instructions to the engineer. But for each of us, the abbess may be ourselves. We may have to discover. The wall and new possibilities for ourselves. And like myself, at some point of my journey, I realized more study, more reading. It's only going to build a thick wall, and so I had to open to new dimensions of the practice. And similarly, just like this engineer, often we may practice using a lot of conceptual framework that we learned about. We don't quite know to how to practice in an embodied way. And so, for this engineer holding the premature baby, and has softened and opened him up to get in touch with his own direct embodied experience. And so, for each of us,、uh, we may have to discover this,、um, you know, the, the pointer of a holding baby in some different ways. And for many of us, we、uh, know that uh, the uh, Dharma path often is described as a threefold practice of sila, samadhi, and panya. And so sometimes, maybe the ethical dimension、um, is challenging, and this can be a wall for ourselves. Maybe sometimes we have to cultivate ethical conducts in order for、uh, other dimensions of a practice to come along. So it's quite rich、uh, in this whole territory. And my invitation today is、um, to discover and open your practice in multitude of ways. And I will continue tomorrow in this way.、And、so thank you, everyone, for uh, your uh, presence and、uh, your practice. And may this bring benefit、uh, to yourself and to all beings everywhere. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day.